0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Josh's Podcast, Part 2, the sequel. So, let's talk, um, about some soccer. <laughs> talk about some football, really, but, um, no, so, Eastlake are finally, finally, finally back to league play. We are finally out of tournaments and out of just playing, um, other teams and whatnot but um we're back to league play back to metro mesa league and what i learned before we went back into league play was that actually um east lake schedule is pretty much the hardest by far in the whole league of metro mesa like we played you know no team like we have played higher ranked teams than pretty much anyone else in our league which i look at as a very good and positive thing because you know us being a top team, we play other top teams and, you know, we show our class and all that. So I think that that's really cool. And um, if Eastlake isn't in the open division playoffs, then I don't know why or how they aren't, again, considering our schedule and how good we're doing. So unless we have like an insanely bad breakdown and drop off, which I don't think we will, I don't see why we shouldn't be in the open division playoffs so yeah and I'm talking about playoffs you know I mean there is a decent amount of football left in the season but I'm talking about playoffs now because trust me the rest of this season is gonna go quick it really is um you know it it just is so that's why and you know I think the playoffs is something that we should all look forward to but first and foremost you know the league is at the um the league is the standard right now, you know, winning the league, I believe for the whole team right now is the number one goal and priority. And then after we win the league, then it's like, okay, now we can focus on playoffs and winning open or D one, wherever they uh, want to place us. But so, uh, that's that. I, um, I also think that, um, uh, speaking of like, you know, the league and playoffs and, you know, things like that, I still don't know the point system. I still don't know if people are going by two points as a win or not. You know, I, I I still have no confirmation of that. But to play it safe, I guess you could say, um, I guess you could say, you know, we'll play it safe and have two points as a win instead of three, which is you know, everyone knows how I feel about that, which is I hate it. But um, it is what it is. But thankfully, um, we are top of the table to no one's surprise, really, and I believe, hopefully, we'll stay there, so let's talk about league play, Eastlake, we played our rivals, Olympian, the Olympian Eagles, and we were originally supposed to have a home game, that's what it was originally, at uh, 6 o'clock kickoff, was supposed to be our original home game, I believe, but Unfortunately, they had to make renovations to the Stan Canaris Stadium field, therefore being that the game got moved to Olympian and Eastlake when uh, played an away league game back firstly. So, the field should be fine. By our next home game, it should be fine. So, you know, that's good news. Uh, Hopefully, they don't make it so it's harder to play football on that pitch, but uh, yeah. Um, So, right, Olympian, it was at Olympian High School, 6.30 uh, at night. So a night game, you know, which is a lot of fun. Um, Last season, we beat them. We beat Olympian on the double. And last season, we played Olympian. We beat them 1-0 at their place. Isa Rivera had the game-winning goal on that one. And it's a pretty much similar story to this one as well. So before the game started, uh, I was looking at the players of who we got. I saw that, and one of the first people, uh, players I recognized, was Emily Barrero. Emily Barrero uh, warming up, of course, right? So we got her back, which is very, very good because, again, our defense needs defenders just straight up because of the injuries and whatnot. That's good. Um, I saw Ruby kicking the ball around a bit, but, you know, she's still going to be injured for maybe another two to three weeks from what I've heard, so, you know... She should be back for playoffs, hopefully, but, you know, I just don't know. Uh, Annette Corona seems to be better. Again, I didn't know in the first place if she was injured, but Annette is better, you know, which is also a good sign. We got another forward that Candice can work with. And then Pow is still injured. Um, you know, don't know how long Pow is going to be injured for, but unfortunately she still is. Um, and as for that... Um, uh well, Liv is back, right? I you know Livy was back. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't really think of too many of the other girls right now on the injury list because uh, the injuries. I mean, I mean, uh, Cam is back as well. Like, I'm I'm just trying to think of players that I saw out there who are back because we had so many. Uh, Nat Nat was doing Nat seemed to be doing fine. Um, you know so. We're getting players back. That, that, that's a good thing. Um, I'm actually happy I can't think of too many of our injured girls right now because that means we're getting players back. So, you know, again, that's, uh, that's a good thing. So jumping into it, Candice Naboli, she started in a four-three-three formation lineup, right? Which, you know is again probably going to uh for the for at least in my opinion for the rest of the league games at least we're probably going to stay in that 4-3-3 formation because everyone seems to be most comfortable in it so you had mia shallot starting in goal and then uh you had nat borba and aliana silva as the fullbacks and then at the two center back positions you had alexia santos and cam purvis which should be the starting center backs when they are both healthy from pretty much now on. Um, In the midfield, you had Danny Chavira, the magician, you had Alexis Almeria, and then Olivia Sekimoto returning from injury, the diamond herself. So let me talk about the midfield real quick. What I like about this midfield is that, again, you could plug any midfielder that Eastlake pretty much has in with Danny and Liv, right? And you'll pretty much get really good results. Again, you saw it with G, right? We saw it with G. Excellent. And then I've said before with Alexis Mary I'm like, put her in the midfield. You know, I, she's best there. That's her primary position, you know. Obviously, use her as a defender if you must, but put her in the midfield. And Candice, this time around, put Alexis in the midfield. And I thought Alexis played brilliantly in the midfield with those two. So that's that. And then, um, you know... Charlie could, you know, Charlie Adams, I, I don't think has started in midfield yet this season. I I can't really remember too much if she has Uh, with Danny and Liv. I'm saying, I mean, I don't think I've seen Charlie start with Danny and Liv yet. I don't think I have, you know, like right off the bat, but I'm pretty sure Charlie would do good as well. You know, you could put Issa back there. So, you know, again, very depth. Uh, We have a very good midfield depth. And it was interesting because uh, when I saw Alexis start, I thought, oh, is Taylor hurt, but it ends up Taylor wasn't hurt. I think Taylor, uh, just, um, what missed practice or something. So I was like, Oh, okay. You know, maybe that's why she's dropped to the bench. I guess if you miss practice, you know, you, you know, with as, with, uh, as competitive as the team is, you miss a practice, you're probably, and you're a starter, you're not going to start the next game. I mean, I don't know if that's exactly how it works. I wouldn't be surprised because again, we have so much depth and it's very competitive to be in the starting lineup. So You know, I wouldn't be surprised, but, you know, the girls are such team players that it really doesn't matter who starts and who doesn't, you know, to them. So you had Alexis and Danny and Liv in the midfield, which I thought was pretty awesome. And then at the top three, there was no Ali Terrio. And the reason was because Ali Terrio was in San Francisco watching the 49ers beat the... um, uh, Whoever whoever the Forty ers played, I should know this considering I'm a huge American football fan as well. Uh, the Vikings, there we go. Ali Terrio was off in San Francisco watching the Niners beat the Vikings, so that's why she wasn't present for the game. You know, uh, props to her, I guess. Big game for them, but you know, no Allie, no problem. Uh, so we had Tori at the wing, Brooke at the other wing. And then we had um, Ava Weiss playing that 9 role, and she interchanged with a few forwards as well. So I like, I, I really like seeing Tori start as a winger because, you know, I've said before, she's, she's not a defender in the sense that, you know, maybe defense could be her secondary position, but she's not a defender. She's a forward, she's a winger, so it was awesome seeing Tori start at the wing, you know, because I do feel Tori has some moments where she does shine, in fact, you know, she has some moments of brilliance she has pace as well so you know all good things to happen as, as a winger. And the first half, let me say Eastlake came out flying. We absolutely came out flying in the first half and it was awesome you know. Uh, Olympian could not get anything going. Our defense pretty much shut him down the whole time. you know Mia had nothing to deal with pretty much like everything Mia dealt with was very very comfortable. And that is, you know, you can't ask as a goalkeeper, you can't ask anything more from your defense when you've had them like a very, very comfortable first half, which is what, you know, they provided. And then, you know, the midfield created soup, superbly like and what I mean by that is they created a superb amount of chances and the forwards, you know. The forwards played uh, well in the first half as well. Again, like the whole team was clicking. The whole team was clicking in the first half. We were pushing up, and we kept going. We kept attacking at Olympian, you know. you know, We didn't really let them rest, which is um, what everyone loves to see, and that is the pinnacle of the Eastlake girls' soccer team is the fact that they can do that, and they can do it well. So first half subs that came on, um, the first one was uh, Issa. She came on for Tori. And then I believe they put Issa at the number 9 role, right? Which she can play. And I'm glad she's back from injury because we have definitely missed Issa. I mean, come on. Who doesn't love Issa? Hard worker. Very uh, hard player on the pitch, you know. We'll have a go at the ref or any other player out there. So it's really cool to see. But um, before before Issa came on, actually, Eastlake scored early. They scored a goal through the assassin, Ava Weiss. Um, whoever... Uh, Eastlake was just doing their build-up pl- possession play, and then whoever, um, whoever sent the ball that found Ava, goodness me, I for I'm really like kicking myself right now. I forgot who sent the who sent the pass to Ava, but whoever sent the pass, it was absolutely gorgeous and brilliant. And we need more passes like that to create the biggest chances of the game. So the pass was played through. Ava had it, and then Ava rounded the goalkeeper, you know, and she had an open net to work with and honestly um i don't ooh, excuse me and honestly i don't know if ava was like i don't know what ava was doing at first to be honest cuz she rounded the goalkeeper and i thought she was going to tap it in but she took like another dribble or two and then like set her herself up and then kicked it and then just like passed it into the net like with, with uh, her right boot and um as she was doing this like the olympian goalkeeper was trying to run back with like two or three of the defenders so and then and then of course ava placed it in the back of an open net you know she's never gonna miss from there um so you know i don't know if ava was just like taking the piss i really don't know if she was just taking the piss and is like you know i'm just gonna you know i'm just gonna you know wait a little before i shoot you know make him run a little more and then you know just make it a cute little goal and tap it in the back of the net i i don't know if ava was trying to do that or if ava really would like or if ava was kind of scared that she'd miss an open net with the i i don't know either way you know it was a great job by ava you know decent finish in and eastlake is up one nil the assassins gold drought is over which is awesome if you're a forward because gold droughts suck believe me so her gold drought is over and i'm very very happy for ava weiss good finish and then, um, so, again, Issa came on, right? And then Miranda came on for Olivia. At one point, G came on for Brooke. Like, at one point, Candace made, like, four substitutions, and I was, like, trying to keep track. So Miranda came on for Liv. G came on for Brooke. Emily came on for Aliana. And then Felicity came on for Cam. And then, oh, five. my bad. And then I think Taylor came on for Alexis, right? So Candace made, like, five substitutions. So you had Taylor back in the midfield with Danny and and uh, G at the point, and then Emily Barrero came in in defense, and she played as a center back, and then Felicity Morrow, I I think that's how you say Felicity's last name, Felicity Morrow, Morrow, somebody please correct me if I'm wrong, I don't want to butcher it again, so Felicity Morrow came in a, as a fullback, and M played in the center back position, and then Miranda played, um, she played up top as a winger, of course, and you know, I thought, again, even when the subs came on, you know, Eastlake picked back right back up where they left and they kept going at Olympian, they kept going. You know, the passing was, you know, it was pretty good. Um and uh, I again, I thought I thought the whole team the, the team as a collective whole played really well. Um obviously there was some really good individual moments um and usually when I say that, uh, Danny Danny's the first person that comes to mind. Danny had some really good moments where you know, she was just creating, and she was making players around her look silly, as she usually does. Um, I mean, I, I feel like I'm saying this every other week about Danny at this point, and, you know, I'm not surprised anymore, and neither should the rest of everyone. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, I, I feel whenever... I, okay, I, I honestly feel whenever Eastlake needs to get out of a slump of creativity, like nothing is happening, just get the ball to Danny because... When Danny has the ball at her feet and it's in control, I mean it doesn't even matter how it gets to her feet. If she just has the feet, uh, the ball at her feet and it's in control, um, no one can get it off her. Like no one can take the ball off of her. You know she turns, she spins, like like she goes she goes backwards in a circle and everybody's thinking, oh no, she's gonna play back. And then she turns and then she like runs up the pitch with the ball. So like you like she's unstoppable. I'm just say it right there. She's unstoppable. And when she has the ball at her feet, you can't dispossess her and the only way you're going to dispossess her is literally when if she makes a bad pass which is ridiculous like i it's just ridiculous how good she is so she had good moments olivia had good moments as well glad she was back from injury um olivia didn't take very many shots and you know usually when oliv a oliv a jesus usually when live is out there on the pitch you know you, you you expect her to lead the team in shots on goal or shots taken in general, but um, it just didn't pan out for her that game. You know, she didn't have too many. Uh, Olympian closed her down pretty well, but, you know, her passing was still pretty good and her involvement in the game was, you know, just good as well. Um, Alexis played fantastic in the first half, fantastic, as the d- did the defense. When uh, Felicity came on for... um when Felicity came on for um, Cam and moved to fullback and then M came on for Aliana and M moved to center back. I thought that was I thought that was really good. I think Felicity is getting better. And I thought M, you know, for as great a defender as she is, I would really like to see her play in that fullback position. Cause I mean, to me it looked a bit weird seeing her playing as a center back position. And I know why she's playing the center back position. I get that. Because we have a decent amount of fullbacks, but she was a bit rusty. First game back, M was a bit rusty, but, you know, she still played pretty well, so that's pretty awesome, don't you think? But um yeah, so I don't know if Emily's going to start the next game necessarily, but I I'm sure she'll be back in the starting lineup sometime soon. So yeah, that that is that. Um So, continuing with the first half a bit more, um Eastlake's second goal came through uh, Issa Rivera, playing as the number nine role, um, which I believe... So what happened was Issa and another player, they interchanged posi- positions for a bit, and then somebody sent a brilliant ball to Issa. She had it. Uh, she was running with it. She had it in the box, and then the goalkeeper came out. And for a second there, um, it uh, Issa herself said that she said she tried to chip the keeper, but uh, the the ball came off her foot wrong, so it ended up just being like a little tap so what she did the alternative and she rounded the goalkeeper just like ava did and then she smashed the ball into the back of an empty gaping net to make it two nothing east lake there was okay there was a defender on the line there but um thankfully when Issa smashed the shot it had a lot of power and pace behind it and well the defender couldn't do anything about it so you know Issa got another goal ...against Olympian, just like she did last year... ...just like I was predicting as well... ...because I had been saying, you know... ...oh, you know, what if... ...what if Issa, like, did it again, you know... ...and Issa did do it again... ...so, again, great job by her and Ava by rounding the goalkeeper and just, you know, putting it in the back of the net, no question. Eastlake was up 2-0, first half concluded, it was great. Second half, uh, Leilani started in goal, Felicity and Nat Borba started as the fullbacks, Cam and Alexi at the center-back positions. Um, Alexis, Liv, and Danny were the three midfielders, and then um, uh, the forwards were changed, so you had Ava and Brookie out on the wings, and then you had Issa Rivera playing the number nine role. So the second half, um, the first half was better. We'll just put it that way. The second half, um, the girls didn't, um, the girls didn't come out as you know, th- they just weren't flying. You know, they just weren't flying like they were in the first half. The second half, you know, they um, they defended a lot more, which again, it it makes sense why you would do that, but you know. When you're, when you, in my opinion, when you have a two goal lead, you should push for that third goal because, as soon if the other team, as soon as they get a goal on you, they're right back in it, so you have to keep scoring. And I'm not saying that Eastlake didn't try to score; they did. It's just that, you know, the chances they were getting, they they really should have had at least one or two goals in the second half, but it just wasn't coming there. And then Olympian got more and more confidence as the game grew later on. And thankfully, our defense, you know, held up. And I mean, the goal that Olympian got, lucky, absolute lucky, you know, they, what happened was like some girl launched the ball into the box and then Leilani came up for it, right? And you know, she caught it in her hands, routine goalkeeping things. But unfortunately, this time around, uh, like it hit Leilani's hands, but then she dropped it and um, she had two on on-rushing Olympian forwards on her. And then as soon as Leilani dropped it, one of them just buried it in the back of the net because they were pretty much right next to her. You know, so, I mean, it's a bad goalkeeping error, but it happens to the best of them. And what the, the interesting thing, I don't know if anyone else saw this, but the interesting thing after that um, goal happened, you know, obviously Leilani's upset, but... Um, Alexis almeria ran up to her afterwards, you know, and you know talked to her a bit and she it looked like she was giving her words of encouragement saying hey it's okay, you know, let that one go shake that one off which um I think is awesome. I think that's class by Alexis almeria That is absolute class for her to do something like that Because no other player did and I'm not saying anything bad about any other player I'm just saying that's a very classy move by Alexis almeria and and, you know, you love to see it. I re- I love to see that kind of stuff out on the pitch. So, you know, second half is going on. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, Alexis goes down. She gets hurt. I think she was doing a spin or a skill move. And then an Olympian girl just kind of, like, crashed right into her trying to win the ball. And she got Alexis really good in, like, maybe the, the, the ankle area it seemed Like, Alexis couldn't really walk. So... I'm assuming it's maybe like a leg or ankle injury because, you know, the ref stopped play like three, five seconds after Alexis hit the ground. You know, she was like crying out a bit and there might have been a few tears. I, I don't know. But um, they had to help Alexis off the pitch, you know, which was devastating. It was really, really devastating to see because one, it's another injury. And two, Alexis was having such a good game. She really was. And it's just unfortunate she had to go off like that, you know, that's, you know, it's not the, it's not the way you ever want to see any footballer come off the pitch injured. You never want to see that. So, uh, Taylor came on for Alexis and, you know, Taylor did a good job, you know, as she usually it does, you know, she did well, um, playing her number six midfield role. I mean, she just did well, you know, there's not too much else to say about that. Um, Emily came back on the pitch. Uh, Tori came on for Isa at one point. Tori played all right. M um, again, she w- uh, it was a bit rusty, but there was some there was some uh, defensive uh, duties that Emily Barrera attended to at centre back, which really helped Eastlake. Uh, her chase downs were pretty good, and um, yeah, you know she did fine for her first game back. Eventually, Issa came back onto the pitch, and you know she did fine and as well. And then Annette Corona came on uh, at the wing because Ava was a bit tired. It seemed no, no, no. I well, yes, Ava was tired. But then Ava, there was something with Ava's leg where like there was a there was like a cut or a gash or something by her leg. So she came off the pitch so that could be tended to, and Annette came on. And um, Annette did okay, you know, for for the time that Annette was on the pitch, I thought that Annette played all right, you know. She definitely has pace. Um, she used some skill moves to get around defenders and whatnot and try to... I think she tried to whip a cross in, but it was unsuccessful. But, you know, Annette played fine. So, you know, who, who knows if we'll see more of her. I think we will, you know. So we'll see what happens there. Um, eventually, Issa came back on the pitch as well. And I think she finished the game on the... Uh, no, no, I mean, sorry, my, my bad. Uh, eventually, Ava came back on the pitch Issa came off, and then Ava pretty much finished out the game, the rest there. But yeah, again, the only thing I can say about the second half was that, you know... I mean, Danny, Danny had the best chance of the second half. Like, the goal was gaping right in front of her, and she hit it, and it looked like it might have been with the outside of her boot, and it just went wide. Like, it barely went wide. And, you know, you don't expect Danny to miss from that range, but, you know, she did. But, again, it happens. Uh, The game finished 2-1, the defense held up, and we take our points and we go to the top of the table. Tenth win of the season against Rivals Olympia, and I think that's a good way to end that night. Um, The only improvements, I would say, would be, be, you know, come out the second half with the same energy that you had the first half. Because trust me, if Eastlake came out with that same energy they had the first half... Easily would have been 5-1, 4-1, you know, whatever the scoreline you may be. It would have been more goals for sure because the team played very well. They were clicking very well. And um, I just hope that we can see that for the continuation and the rest of the season. So that's that. Anyway, so moving on to around the league. Eastlake, top of the table, 10 wins, 4 losses, 1 draw. In second, Otay Ranch. Six wins, two losses, one draw. They've been on a roll lately. Third place, our blood rivals, Benita. Four wins, two losses, and two draws. You love to see it. Fourth place, Montgomery. Six wins, four losses, three draws. Chulas in fifth with five wins, six losses, and three draws. Olympian at sixth. We gave them their fifth loss of the season, so they have three wins, five losses, and one draw. And then poor, poor Marvista, bottom of the table, two wins, 11 losses, and one draw. It seems that if you flipped ours and Marvista's record around, it really is unbelievable, wouldn't it? So that's that. That's what's going on around the Metro Mesa League. So anyway, Eastlake's next game. This is going to be the preview against Montgomery. So East, so uh, the game is going to be at Montgomery High School, 6 o'clock. So please go out there, show your support, be there for the girls. It's going to be a great game. Montgomery, as I said, is fourth in the table currently. And they're going to be looking to climb that. They're going to be a tougher side than Olympian, I believe, for the sole fact that, you know, they're trying to move up the table. And if they did win, I think they might be in... St- Second, maybe, maybe third, in fact. So, this is a really big game for them. And it's a really big game for us because we need to maintain our good league form and our league record. So, and we just need points, you know, to go up on the ranking. So, again, important game for everyone. League games are always important. This one is going to be a battle to the end, definitely. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I think, in my opinion, you know, I, I do believe Candice, again, is going to stick with the 4-3-3. I think Mia Shalit will start in goal. For the back four, um, I would start Nat Borba and Aliana Silva. I would start both of them. I don't think that Emily Barrero is going to start the game just yet. I don't think she's going to get back into the starting lineup until a bit later. You know, I, I again, I hope she does, but, you know, I don't think Candice is going to start her too soon. She'll definitely come on as a sub, though. So, again, starting at Borba, Aliana Silva. and Okay, speaking of fullbacks, Sofia Valencia. There we go. Sofia Valencia is still hurt, which is unfortunate, and I don't know the timetable for when she's going to be back. So I just wanted to add that in there. Our center backs should be Alexia Santos and Camden Purvis. Those should be our two starting center backs um, for pretty much the rest of the regular season. And then... The midfield, since Alexis is hurt, you know, uh, there's no chance of her being there unless she made a speedy, really speedy recovery. I'm going to have Liv, Danny, and Taylor, and unless, I guess, one of them misses practice or so, um, that should be your midfield, you know, it really should. So, I'm going to stick with them three, Liv, Danny, and Taylor. And then at the top three, you know, um, assuming Ali Terrio is back... um, maybe put Ally back in at that number nine role and then have Ava and Brooke starting at the Wings. Again, our starting three forwards, you know, Ava, Brooke, and Allie, that that probably should be our starting three. You know, they've had the most consistency together, it seems. And then, obviously, when substitutes come on for the forwards, Brooklyn can play as a nine if needed. But, you know, in case, you know, in case Candace doesn't start Ali, I would start Issa at that number nine role, because again, I thought Issa played pretty well during her time on the pitch when she played that number nine role, so, you know, yeah, Allie might be back, but that doesn't mean Ali might get the start, because she missed last game, I don't know, so Ava, Brooke, Issa, or Ava, Brooke, and Allie, give or take, take your picks, um, but I'm pretty sure that Everything I listed will be the starting lineup for the game against Montgomery. We will see, though. I hope to see you guys there. And, you know, up the Blues, up the Titans. Let's keep this good league form going, and let's beat Montgomery. Take for our 11th win of the season. Let's just get that win. Let's do it. And thank you for joining me. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, goodbye.